Uh, good evening and welcome to Love Letters Flight 815 to Podcastville. I'm your captain, Jesse Munro. Tonight we're joined by a very special guest, the queen of horror, the queen of spooks, the queen of hockey, and the queen of hoops. You may know her as the Wendigo, but I know her as one of my best mates, Lauren Graden. Welcome to the show slash flight slash different intro. Yay! Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Of course. That was the most amazing intro for me. I think I'm going to I'm gonna put that on my grave, honestly. That should be my tagline for life. I put literally minutes of effort into it, okay? Literally <laughs> minutes. Hey, Ben, welcome. How's things? How's life? I've- been good thank you yeah life's good life's busy but it's good it is how about you uh, uh, i've done 11 of these now i've realized <laughs> and it's 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 weird wow this is going really fast yeah yeah i think it does help that i dumped like nine episodes that i recorded like three years ago on spotify itunes and all good podcasting platforms um so go check go check them all out wherever you listen to podcasts we're starting to get a bit of momentum going we're starting to get a bit of a, a bit of a vibe going yeah. i've got the confidence to mix up the intro right. with some acting talent guys this actually isn't a flight it's a podcast okay calm <laughs> down we're on the ground we're all good you ruined our guys so quickly look i'll, I'll, I'll be flipping in and out of characters in this one okay because we're gonna be talking <laughs> about a lot of characters in this one i'm looking forward to that we- Talking about a show, a TV show that is very important to you. At first, I was very nervous about doing TV shows because I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to watch the whole thing. And I'm like, I don't watch that many TV series. Yeah, I'm the same. But as soon as you told me it was this one, I'm like, okay, wait, I've watched this a few times. I have thoughts. I have feelings. And I know you do as well. We are talking about 2004's hit series, Lost. A cultural phenomenon. So amazing. Created by Jeffrey Lieber, J.J. Abrams, and Damon Lindelof. Lindelof, uh, the show focused on the the passengers of a crashed oceanic flight from Sydney to LAX, I believe it was. They crash on an uninhabited island, or so they think. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Spoiler. Slight spoiler. Oh, yeah, full spoiler for for 2004's Lost. Yeah, you guys haven't watched it by yet, yeah. You haven't heard of it, you fucked up. 20 years ago. Um, the show at the time, absolutely massive. Uh, I don't think people properly appreciate what it did for like tel- television at the time. Um, but its legacy's a little bit rocky, a little bit rough. Before we get into that, 2004, the crazy days. Lauren, did you Google how old you were back then? I think I was about eight. I'm, I'm really bad at math, so I was either eight or I was ten. Are you eight? How, why am I so old? How old were you when you watched it? Apparently, like, 35. No, it would have been 2004, <laughs> over 20 years. Like, 12, 13? Okay, so it's 19 years ago. Yeah. Oh. I would have been ten. Who was ten-year-old Lauren? What was ten-year-old Lauren up to? I was eight. Okay, so... um. I was going through like a weird thing where uh, I think like my family was trying to make me very girly and initially I thought I was very girly. So it was always like uh, I used to take like this bag of lip glosses around and it had like 40 lip glosses in it and I used to take that literally everywhere I went. Um, I used to wear a lot of jewellery. Like I used to be that girl that had like the bracelets all up both arms. Um, And, yeah, I was into like just really girl I was so different I was such a different kid to what I am now it's it's interesting look I you are very different nowadays but I can also see the attachments (laughs) to those old things from back in the day 
Yeah, that's true. Like the lip thing that um holds up, you know. I don't like carry lip balm and stuff on me, but I wear lipstick, so something something stuck. So little eight, nine, and or ten year old Lauren, however what old you were at the time, doesn't matter. We're gonna get into th- Sorry, right. I I worked it out. It's definitely ten. All right, we're gonna get into time travel stuff soon enough. You sat down <laughs> and you watched this show. You watched it on uh Channel Seven, Thursday nights, nine sort o'clock. Of, yeah. I, I remember I used to watch House and then I used to watch this. Oh, was House and Oh, my gosh, yes. I watched it. I used to watch House, House too. I don't think it was on the same Oh, night. no, sorry. House on Wednesdays. There was a show that I used to watch before Lost. Now I'm blanking. Could it have been like the I, I I know what you mean because it was like that was the thing back then is you just watch TV for the whole night because it was like hit show after hit show after hit show. Yeah, this was like event was television. Like, like you would go into school the next day and you would it talk was. about it. You'd go online. You would talk about it, yes. Have, it was such a it thing. It so cool. But we'll get into. I want to get into the discussion about like theory culture, fan theory culture. But yes, you first started watching the show. What do you think? First initial thoughts of loss. So we were so excited because I think that, like, obviously I was young, so I hadn't probably watched a lot of like I guess adult shows. But I was watching things like uh, House and Grey's Anatomy and stuff, like a little bit adult, but nothing crazy. And like I'm not saying this was adult, but it was the first like mystery type of thing that I had ever watched because I was a kid so I was always watching like cartoons or I was watching like rom-coms or like medical dramas I watched a lot but um nothing in like this sort of mystery genre and I think it's the first tv show that's ever gripped me in that way where I was like week after week I need to watch it like you'd be counting down the days to watch it and I don't remember feeling that way about a tv show before like I liked the shows that I was watching but I wouldn't say it was like the suspense. I think this was the first like really suspenseful show that I'd watched. And um, yeah, it was back in the day when you'd all used to, you just had to go to one TV in the house. So everyone would sit down and watch it together. And um, yeah, me and my family were like obsessed with it. And we used to, you know, write down our theories of what we thought everything was going to be like in the hatch and stuff. And yeah, like it was just such an exciting little thing. I think it was, yeah, like Thursdays, did you say? Yeah, Thursdays at nine o'clock for memory. So that's not, I still remember that it was Thursday. Like, it's just, it was such a thing in my family. But we only watched it for the first few seasons, which we'll, we'll get into. Definitely. Yeah, yep. We'll get into that. As I did more <laughs> research about it today, I'm like, oh, I love this show so much. Until. Me until too. Me too. Um, <gasps> uh, yeah, like, I, like, you'd go to school and you'd be talking about it. I remember in, in the morning, if you listen to Fox FM, that have Matt and Joe, I think it was, and they would have Adam Richards come on and he would talk about, the show like doing like theories and stuff on you know fm radio then i'd get to school yeah talk with everyone about what we completely misunderstood because we were children and then go online (laughs) and go on like like i think it's called like lostopedia or something like that and every episode was broken down i was just looking that up yeah yeah it's lostopedia every single yeah, I was like really obsessive with TV back when I was younger. And like I used to have this notepad where I'd like write down my predictions about shows and stuff. And Lost was one of them. I think Lost was the first show that made like fan theories mainstream. Cause, and I have yeah. complaints about fan theories, but you wouldn't have shows like, you know, or I guess you wouldn't have the culture and shows like Game of Thrones and Stranger Things where people just like tear it apart and build up these incredible fan theories and then are ultimately disappointed with what happens because you can never live up to it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you're right. I think it was like, it was 
felt really interactive at the time. And because it was so mysterious and it was really the first of its kind, it really made everyone want to get involved with like trying to work out. And you're right, you'd talk to everyone about it. It was all over the radio and the TV. So yeah, there was just all these theories going around and it made it watching it every week be more exciting because you were like, were we right? Was that person right? And it was so like original. It was a completely original idea. It was a new IP. It wasn't based on anything. Yeah. Um, It's on ABC in America. And ABC normally does like, oh, fucking chicken coop adventures and like my wife's uh, fucking <laughs> my sister or something like that. Like like really shitty reality shows. And they're like, oh no, we're going to spend <laughs> yeah, 100%. $14 million on a pilot episode of the show. Yeah, also, I didn't know we could swear in this, so I'm really glad you just got that out oh, of the way. Yeah, fucking go for it. Um, I, I remember when I, when I first, like, <laughs> oh, okay, Loveless will come back. Should I swear? I'm like, I can't. Oh, yeah. Not. That's the only way to be authentic. Exactly. Like, you've known me long enough. We if just, I didn't swear, that's 20% yeah, of my vocabulary. hiding something. Yeah, that's 20% of my, like, vocabulary. That's gone. right. I cannot express my true emotions for the show without swearing. Um, well, I mean, in that spirit, the pilot episode is fucking amazing. I think the pilot episode is one of the best 45 minutes or so of television ever. I just started watching it again it still holds before up. we recorded. It still holds up. It's incredible. The scope, the, like, I was. I remember being so used to any show or movie that involved disaster was always very dark. It was at night or there was mm. smoke and they would cover up everything because it was trying to cover up really shitty CGI. CGI in 2004 <laughs> yeah. was bad. And look, the CGI they do use in the show for like the submarine and stuff is bad. It is very yeah, bad. bad. But this is the first episode. It's- they actually had like a crashed jetliner on a beach and it looks so real and it's so tense. Yeah, yeah, like I said. Yeah, before, it is intense. First episode costs $14 million, which is. I didn't know that. Bonkers. That's incredible. And most of that yeah. went to getting the plane to this beach. It probably would have been cheaper to crash yeah. it. <laughs> Bit more dangerous. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it would have. Um, also, they could have made some profit. Yeah, exactly. A bit of an insurance scam. <laughs> they could have put some people on it too, you know, like just do the real thing. Do the real thing. Lost. Reality. Cowards. Like, okay, some people will die <laughs> to start. All right, they're the first voted out of the island. Survivor I mean, was that's big. what happened on the TV show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you know in the first episode, Jack was meant to die? So originally. I don't think I knew that. I've watched a lot of interviews too, but I don't think I knew that. I've heard this somewhere, and if it's not true, please, nobody correct me. Um, but the first episode <laughs> was going to follow Jack, but Jack was going to be a different character. I, I think we're going to follow a different character named Jack. Could have been the pilot, possibly. And you follow him right to the end, and then he mm-hmm. dies. And it was meant to be like, this is like nothing you've ever watched before. The main character can just die. Yeah, that would be sick. Oh, my God. I really want to watch like an alternate start now. I'm glad they didn't, though, because um, Matthew Fox as Jack, I've seen him in other things since. And you know how some actors just have like, they have one character in them? They role that they stuck in. That's him. Like, he's always going to be going to be Jack. And I just... Yeah, 100%. I actually have seen a few of the um, actors in other shows, and even though they're great actors or actresses, I still can't unsee them as their characters from Lost because they were iconic. We'll get to the characters in a moment, but I do want to ask you the question. Plane crashes in the first episode. You did bring up the reality show. If Lauren was on that show, you crash an island, you live, good work, great stuff. How long are you lasting on the island? Let's just say there was a a cast of colourful characters there with you, but you just had to survive. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. Look, if I'm on an island by myself, I'm not even going to try to survive. Oh, I'm you're just going to enjoy that 
probably one day max. Like I'm just going to pretend I'm going on a beach holiday. However, if I was with other people, like if this happened and I was one of the survivors, I would not be very good at the physical side of survival. However, you get those people to do the work, right? I think I would be really great on the island. Um, Like as long as other people can organize all the heavy lifting and maybe hunting, uh, I could forage and stuff like that. I think I could actually survive probably as long as the people on Lost did, to be honest. Like I think I'd be one of the final, well, it depends if I'm getting hunted by like other people in the forest. Um, I'm, I'm putting it on a suggest on a, in a situation in which I'm not being hunted, then I survive for a while. Cause I think I would be like, I'd be a good like leader. I could be like basically the HR of the Island. that's like handing out all the rations and stuff. I think I'd be good with my organizational skills to make my time there last. I admire your confidence so much. Like you've delivered that so confidently. I can't question it. And like when you're like, I'll be the leader and I'll be telling people to do. You know, it's the true. fact that I'm not even going to question your authority right now means, all right, it's true. I will get you some coconuts. And I'm not a natural leader. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a natural leader in real life. Um, but I just think that my survival instincts would kick in and I'd get my shit together and I'd be like, this is what we're going to have to do. Um, and I also think that I'd provide the good like moral support, be the positive energy too. I would die in almost instantly, I reckon. Just I'd walk under a tree, a coconut would fall on me or something like that. Like, I'm yeah, not built I mean, for the outdoors. Yeah, I am actually very clumsy. And I think, because I'm a big <laughs> guy, people would be like, oh, lift this rock, build this hut, fish these fish. I'm not doing shit. Yeah, that's true. You'd get stuck doing so much I of the physical labor. I'll probably- and there's a lot. Yeah, like chopping trees down, you're going to then increase your risk of injury and death by doing the physical labor. So statistically, yeah, you're right. You were channeling Ark Survival Evolved so much right now. You're like, like <laughs> I know how you- Can you tell that I love survival games? You're like, I just build a hut, you get three logs and you put them into like the blue zone. Easy. <laughs> of course I can do that. 100%. Um, before we actually do move on to the characters, I do want to mention something else about that um, first episode that I I was reading about. I'm like, oh, you know, I remember this. And then I was listening to the soundtrack today. I'm like, okay. And then when I rewatched the first episode before, uh, Michael Giacchino's score for the show is mm-hmm. so underrated. That show has one of the best musical scores throughout the whole thing. I read that yeah, to make some of the more unique percussion sounds, they actually got parts off that plane into the studio. And they were like oh, hitting like propeller so blades cool. and stuff like that. I, I, I love that. I mean, that's, so, that's really incredible. That's so cool. It is. And so unique. Let's move on to the characters. Okay. I was originally going to get like 10 or so, and then we could talk about each one, but there's so many characters. I'm just going to go through one by one. Give me your thoughts on them. We could talk about them in any way okay. you want. Let's start off okay. with the doctor. His dad's in a coffin, Mr. Jack Shepard. What are your thoughts? I don't know. The leader, the Lauren of the group. overrated. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like him. He's all right. You know, I I don't hate him, but I just thought that he was a little overrated. But yeah, it's just like he's one of those guys that he's meant to be so good that you just love him so much. But like, it's he was a little bit too good. And I know that they all had their like uh, bad backstories and everything, but no, uh, he's he's fine. He, I will tolerate him. It's so hard to like make like moral judgments on some of these characters because they have like. Oh, like a good character has a bad backstory, but in the alternate universe and alternate time, there were good people. But also in the sideways flashbacks, the side, oh, side gosh, flashes, flash sides, they're sometimes good. And oh, he's a cop now. It's 
whole thing. Yeah, it like it makes you, yeah, you don't know whether or not you hate them or love them. You can never decide. A character I just didn't like, though, and in any in any dimension of time, uh, Kate. Just all I note for oh, her is in I... custody on the flight. She's a criminal. <laughs> She's a criminal, but you know what? I I was the same as you because I just thought that, like, I think I had a bit of a like a weird distaste towards them because they were the two main at the time. Like, they were the two main main characters, and like all over the advertisements and the promos, of course, it was just like a picture of those two. So I think at the time I just felt like those two maybe weren't the most interesting characters to me. So I was like, oh, I don't really know if they should be the main two. So I kind of ended up hating them a bit, but I will say she actually grew on me a lot when you learn her backstory. But yeah, I mean, she was still not a great person, but I actually, she grew on me. And also when she, well, I don't know if I can say that. Oh like yeah, when go she, for it got free what <laughs> from the island <laughs> they left the island um yeah i really liked her at that end too i just normally don't like main characters in the show because they can't do that much i'm insane but like with most shows these like more side characters that we're about to get into are incredible let's start with mr don't tell me what i can't do the formerly will-bound Wheelchair bound, Jonathan Locke, the the island of a man, spiritual connection with the world. What do you think of Locke and his Australian tour when he goes on on a on a walk through the wilderness? I hate you him. don't like John Locke. I will so end this fucking episode right now. What the no. what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I know. Look, I think when I was a kid and I watched it for the first time, I'm pretty sure he was my favorite. Actually, like I remember. Just like, wow, I wish everyone had a lock in their life. But gosh, I hated it. When I rewatched it, oh, I couldn't stand it. And even like, you know, when shows write a show or a certain scene in a way that's meant to make you feel empathy or it's meant to make you love them in that moment or hate them, I could tell when the writer was like, this is a scene in which you're meant to feel bad for him and you're meant to love him after this. Like, this is a page-turning moment. And I just couldn't. Yeah. The moment, though, you found out that he used to be in a wheelchair. Because, again, first episode, he helps, like, drag somebody, like, from near the engine and stuff like that. He's walking around. I remember finding that out and that being the biggest bombshell off the show at that point. It was huge. Oh, my gosh. It really was. Look, I I can understand why he would get annoyed, especially when you're younger and you're looking, it's like, why is he just, like, he's cock-blocking everyone trying to get off the island. It's like, dude, just just fuck off. He was just so, like, grumpy. Yeah, he was just, he was an angry man. I will grow into and being like, one. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I know. Like, I get it. I, I say that and I am an angry woman. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like he was all, and, I mean, he sabotaged them multiple times. Like, what is not to be mad at? Like that. A little bit of, a little bit of cattiness, it's, it's though. It's hard to... Maybe that's who I would be on the island. I was always rooting for the survivors. Oh, you I would, would be. I think you'd want to cause a little bit like, of mischief. You'd die anyway. Yeah. Like, it- you were like, you know what, guys? We're like, yeah, it's all gone up in flames anyway. Let's just see what we can do. Can we make it any worse? Exactly. It's like, we're going to die one day, whether it's on this island or you're, you. you know, in your bed at home. Let's make it interesting. Let's get weird with that's it. That's right. Your entire energy would just be, let's have yeah, fun with 100%. it. Here's a gladiator ring I made. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, the next character I want to go through, I've, the only note I've got from me is the sex appeal. The man whose eyes are permanently set to fuck. <laughs> uh, James Sawyer Ford. What are your thoughts on Sawyer? 
amazing. Stunning. Stunning. I remember having dreams about him as soon as the show came out. <laughs> as a 10-year-old. I was obsessed. Yeah, as a 10-year-old. Like, I was like, damn, that is the first time I've seen a man that is, yeah, that, like, I, it was distracting. It's literally distracting for me when he's on the screen, when he's in the show. I can't take anything else in the scene, seriously. When I was watching it before, he literally gives the camera the horniest look a man has given anything on Earth. He like, does. He's fuck the island. Yeah, and, like, my whole life, especially when I was younger, though, I had that whole thing where I was, like, obsessed with a bad boy. And obviously, like, the whole thing was the little love triangle and Jack's the perfect man and he's the doctor and he's just so well off and blah, blah, blah. And then there was Sawyer, who was, like, the bad boy. And, of course, like, from day one, I was obsessed with Sawyer. Um, so sexy. As soon as we start talking you about this. You're distracting me now. I'm not gonna- as soon as we start talking about, like, doing this show, you're just like, yeah, I want to talk about Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, right. and now it's all that. Now that I'm thinking about him, oh, there's just so many scenes I could I, coming to mind. I just could talk about him the whole episode. We can. We can. You need to re. I think I'm actually going to rewatch the show. Oh, I'm definitely going to rewatch the show after this. I've been reading me that. I've been meaning to rewatch it for like over the last two years, but I just never do. But I have been craving it so bad, and it definitely needs another rewatch. It's a goodie. You're just going to watch all the Sawyer episodes. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, pretty much. A, a duo. Some of these characters have got set in uh, in groups. The only note I've got for them is Walt, uh, Michael, and Walt. And it's funny because I wrote that note there, and then when I was watching it before, his Michael's first line in the show when he's running around the beach oh. is yelling out Walt. All I remember about Walt Painful. and Michael is Michael makes a really good boat at one point, top notch. Yes. That's sick. Oh, and I wonder who sabotaged it. Oh, yeah, old mate. Um, Walt is like a wizard or something, <laughs> and Michael drives a car into a wall. Yeah. They're my memories. That's wow, that's um definitely a memory, that's for sure. I'm not a fan of them either, to be honest. I was so happy when they left. So happy. When any episode that they were not in, I was happy. I didn't love their addition. That sounds so horrible. Definitely a tipping point with the show. Yeah. The tipping point with the show where you have, like, island adventures. Like, the first season, I think, is one of the most solid seasons of television ever because every episode's like, how do we get fish? Yeah. Where are the coconuts? Yeah. Like, you know, island problems. <laughs> but then you get to the point where it's like, oh, no, the, the others have set up this electromagnetic bomb and we have to... Michael and Walt's story was way too connected to that bullshit. Yeah. Then I'm like, I don't give a, give a fuck. That's true. You make me want to drive it all. And, like, they didn't have as much like I feel like every single episode uh, character was written in a way where you had moments you loved them and moments you hated them and they were all written in a way where they were like like you said they were either a good person with a bad backstory or a bad person with a good history but I just think for them it was just negative the whole way through like I just there was nothing about them that I liked except for the dog yeah they bugged me they brought the dog to the show and that was the best thing that they could have done um, a character I didn't like at the start, but I did grow to like, was Desmond Hume. Oof, uh, I loved him he straight was not from the, on the plane. He crashed, crashed his yacht, and then he lives in a hutch. And he also oh, is the cause of the plane crash. Oh, wait. No, I know who you're talking about. I was the exact same. Yep, sorry. Uh, yeah, couldn't stand him at first. Yeah, um, I was the same. I didn't like him at first, but... And then I think I went through a bit of a, like, a wave with him. I liked him. And then I think around season four, I was like, eh, maybe I'm sick of him. But then... Straight back to loving him, yeah. Because he kept talking about, like, his wife, a book. 
Yeah. And I also like that he called everyone brother. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we'll get back to her brother. I'm like, yeah, he was an odd soul. It's weird, because the odd soul bit is what I really loved about him. Um, like, he was just really odd. But it was kind of like me being a little obsessive. Like, he just kept, he wouldn't like, you know, the rest of them could try and enjoy some of their day, but he was just like, every single moment was so intense. It's like, you know what? You can let loose a little bit and have a little bit of fun. Somebody who did have a lot of fun, and I think is the best character in the show. It, it's Charlie. Oh, good. It's okay, Charlie. for some reason, that's what I thought you were saying, because Desmond made me think of Dominic, so his real-life actor. Um, love, okay. love him, love him. so. And I've seen him in other things since, and I just adore him still. Like, he's such a good actor, and he is such a fun, sweet character. Oh, my gosh. Oh, spoiler, he, guys. He's so good. He's the what, bass player for Drive Shark. Yeah, Everybody. English rock band. I literally still. I'm that's gonna make that the, the social Come media on, post. Everybody. Yeah, it it's amazing. It sticks with you for life, and so it should. He goes through heroin withdrawals. He then helps a pregnant woman. He helps He's Claire. Such an angel. Um, and then he dies. He has like the not pennies boat moment, which is so good. Oh, that's God, Every, I think like the out of all the deaths in the show, I actually think that was probably the most heartbreaking. It's weird with like when it comes to death in the show. I remember a lot of deaths came really quickly. Yeah, like there were some characters who would just get shot. Claire, Claire being one of them, she just gets shot and it's done. Yeah, it it's like you know in the first two seasons, yeah, most of them they're gone. <laughs> so yeah, when you have a like one that survives for a while and they were just such a good one that you were rooting for, so sad. And his heroin addiction wasn't his fault. It was just so horrible. It was the heroin's fault. <laughs> If they crash with some heroin, no, wait, there's a part where they find heroin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they find the drug runners yeah, that are on the island for some reason. Yeah. Um, Why not? With the Virgin Mary dolls. I think this character... Oh, my God, this <laughs> is the Virgin Mary dolls. I'm having flashbacks now. Yeah. There was a character I really liked in the okay. show, Saeed. Uh, I think Saeed was so good. Like, an ex-Republican guard um, in Iraq. Yeah. He tortures the Sawyer torture. at one point. Oh, I still, like, fuck yeah. Like, um, I think the torture scene is one of the things, like, you know how in Final Destination there are certain things that just stick with you for life, like the lumber truck thing? Um, that torture scene is one of those things that has forever stuck with me. I will never forget it. And obviously I was 10 when I watched that, so it was intense. But I love Sawyer. And he did it for, like, because oh, he was trying to get the asthma puffer. Yeah. For, um... That One girl who's fucking her brother? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's not Claire. Shannon. Yes, thank you. Shannon. Yeah. Yes. And her, her, what was her brother's name? Um, Boone. <laughs> Boone. The reason I know it's Boone is in the soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, there's a special piece of music for uh, Boone's funeral, <laughs> and it's called Boone Rule. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's so good. <laughs> That's sick. That's so more good. More reasons to love the show. Uh, That's so good. But like... I think with along with Charlie's death, I remember Saeed because he grabs that bomb when he's running through a submarine. Oh, that was, a, submarine that was actually this. really sad. Yeah, I was rooting for him 100%. I thought he had it. I thought he was going to... He was going to... He, he was going to have a good life after the island. Jin and Sun. I love these two. I love them so much. So I, I think their storyline was probably in my top five, like... And by the way, guys, that's saying a lot. If you haven't seen the show, there's probably like 30 characters if there were so many fucking characters. Yeah, here. there could have been more than thirty like main characters. 
So, like, seeing they're in my top five. Almost on par with, like, a Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, seeing they're in my top five is a huge compliment there. I loved their story. And I loved following them, like, even in, you know, season six and everything. I loved, loved them. When I first watched it, I was, like, 13 or whatever. I I watched to a certain point where it just got a bit too much. I I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what bit you're talking about, too. Probably five years ago, Sophie and I sat down and we're like, okay, let's watch it. Start to finish and do it properly. And when I was a little bit older, I appreciated this story so much more yeah. because at first you're like, oh, Sun's being, I mean, sorry, Jin's being a bit of a dick. But then you realize, like, he's not being a dick. He's just, nobody can understand him. So he's, he's scared That's and right. he's trying to look after her, but he, he can't. He wants to protect his wife, but he just feels really out of it. He learns English. Oh my God. When he first starts saying words. Oh, when he's like when he goes oh, on the boat and when he comes back that reunion made me cry and him and Sawyer end up being like really really cute couple of friends and those moments I That's literally nice. would tear up when that they were so sweet together it was so cute it's like the bad boy going with the quiet one that like never speaks and is really outed it was such a beautiful little moment it was so sweet I, I reckon I'm gonna get tears out of you by the time this episode's finished <laughs> Challenge accepted. Um, early. Oh, love. Hugo Reyes wins the lottery, goes mad. If you don't love he, he her, Hurley, you're a psychopath, for real. Like, Great. the man's done some bad things. Well, actually, no. I don't think he did really do anything but bad. He, but um, He was followed by bad things. That's he had right. bad things happen around that's him. That's right. Um, um, and then he, he wins, I guess. Doesn't he, like, own the island now? Yeah, he had a weird ending, yeah. It, him and Ben are just like, yeah, man, we run this bitch. Yeah, it was really like, and actually, yeah. to be honest, I didn't think he was one that was going to, so, like, I thought it was going to be one of those things where they, like, killed him early because you loved him so much, and I thought it was, like, going to be this really gripping moment that they were trying to draw you in. But, um, no, I was surprised that he lived as long as he did, and I was happy about it. I loved him. Characters who are a little fuck. Ben Linus, a.k.a. Uh, Henry Gale, oh, no. lived on the island his whole life. He was leader of the others. I can't even, I don't have the energy to talk about the others. I just don't have it in me. I love the others. I the others. Oh, my God. Stop it. I love okay, the others. Okay, tell me what you like. Tell me what you like the others. Okay, I really loved, um, it's not when they first meet them. It's the bit where they have their own village, the others. They've, like, fully set up a life on the island, okay? They've got, like, playgrounds. They have book club. Like, I loved that aspect of the show so much because it was, like, they've just accepted their reality. They had, like, you know, they were a doctor. Like, it's just, they just had made their new life. And I loved it. And I was always, I know that they weren't great. Like, they may have kept some people in cages and things like that, you know? But I was rooting for them. It's island law. Exactly. I loved them so much. and. Um, the guy that plays Benjamin Linus, I'm trying to find his real name, but he is the most incredible actor. I love him. He's in, isn't he a, like a bad guy in like the Blacklist or something like that? Oh, I'm not sure, but he's in um, one of the Swarm movies. He is. Yes, he is. so good. There's also another character who plays Michael, one of the others who played, um, I can't remember the character's name in Lost, but there's a guy in Lost. Who also plays Boulder in God of War? Have you played the God of War 2018? No, I haven't. I would love to though. I do it. need to, for real. Isn't it? Yeah, no, I've seen um, him in a few things. I just imagine it's really good. Being how pissed would you be if you want one of the others, quote unquote the others? You've been there your whole life. You've built a village, you built a playground, you have a doctor, you have a little theater, you have everything going, and you're referred to as the other. 
not these fucking people who are drinking piss on the beach. So true. And plot twist, there are more others that are not those others. There are other others. There are other others, yeah. Okay, plot twist, I, yeah. I don't mind these others. The other others, I don't like. Oh, the other others are evil, evil, horrible people. Are the, are the other others the more Dharma initiative others? No. Or they the, the others? other others are like... Oh, the show's fucked. <laughs> yeah, the other others are like the guys that they come to the show on a boat, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, they're, they're the ones like, who take walk. Yes. Yeah, like the fishermen type of guys. Yes. And then it turns out that they've like got a little facility on the island where they're like, yeah, keeping people captive and stuff. Oh, it's that guy with the big beard. He takes the beard off and he, it's like, dude, put the beard back on. You look weird. Yes, you know, like yeah, yeah. Needs a beard. Oh, yeah, they were I scary. Know. I didn't like them, obviously. Yeah. Um, Rose and Bernard. Very cute couple. Probably the second sweetest couple in the show. Yeah, very wholesome. It's, they were really good. That is just wholesome content. There was nothing never not wholesome about them. They were just too sweet. You couldn't hate them if you tried. I just love the whole like thing with like, as soon as I wrote down the name Rose, I was like, I just remembered her like, no, Bernard's alive. We're going to find him. I love so that whole thing. Sweet. And you think Rose is dead at the start? Yeah, I know. And uh, Jack asked Boone to get a pen. Uh, so good. I so love good. them all so much. Uh, I feel so then, uh, right now talking about them all. My last character on my list is Danielle Rousseau. I love. French woman who was there for like 16 years. I love, love, love her and her daughter. They were such a good part of the show. How do you stay on the island for 16 years and not run into more people kind of thing because didn't she not know about the others yeah that's correct i think that she very much just stayed in that little shack although yeah you're right i don't know how Wasn't she lived near the pirate ship yeah 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 and like the radio tower and all well i think it was near a radio tower but um i started doing research for the show and there were like moments that stuck out to me and i remember there was a pirate ship with dynamite on it oh yeah and there was some like whenever they needed somebody to die they'd be like oh yeah Go speak to Jim. You've never spoken to Jim. Jim hasn't been in the show, but he's a survivor. He's been in the island the whole time. In the background, oh he sells God, fish. Yes. Like, get Jim along. And Jim's like, oh, yeah, this is dynamite. I know about dynamite. I'm a science teacher or some shit. He's like, the care- thing about dynamite is you have to be really careful. Bang, blows up. So ridiculous. The funniest shit. By the way, get like, stuff, Jim. how random is the show? When you think about all the elements, there's like a pirate ship. There's the Virgin Mary statues. There's the polar bear. Like Polar bear, just, smoke monster. Yeah, it's just like if someone had to watch the show and they're listening to this, it's like, they're like, you know what, I've, I've never watched that show. I'm thinking of checking it out. I think that we would put them off just talking about the random things that are in the show. Yeah, it's, it's co- okay. It's one. It's Speaking of incredible. cooked, let's move to the ending. Oh, yeah. Um, I oh, do have a list of questions here, and this question just says, what the fuck happened? That's a great question. Lauren, you're the one who defends the show so much. How does the show end? Okay. You know it's bad when, like, you have to Google the meaning of something. Like, I remember we were watching it, and I was like, nice scene, but I'm not really sure what happened. So, yeah, you know it's bad when you have to Google it. But I did at the time of rewatching it, read a whole thing that it was basically purgatory. They were just stuck in limbo. They all reunited. It was incredibly wholesome. Oh, are you going to get your theories out? But, well, no, the creators came out and said, no, they didn't die. That's not purgatory. But then didn't explain what it was. Oh, cool. That's good. <laughs> towards the end, see, this is why the show makes me mad. Yeah, Because <laughs> towards fair. the end, they have, the show is known for its flashbacks and its flash forwards and all that. But it does like a flash sideways. Yeah. Flash sideways. Mm-hmm. And apparently the flash sideways is where the plane lands. Yes. And the characters have completely different endings. Correct. But that's when they all die. So going to the island 
some died, but some lived. Yes, going to the island but then to that save them. Church, yeah, and then, but, and then they all meet at the church, but again, they're not dead because they can't all be dead because some characters haven't died. Yeah. It's so like Ben isn't dead, Hurley's not dead. There's no reason for them to be there unless time works differently in Purgatory, so they're all there eventually because they all eventually do die. That's what I And then you have this complete misdirect in the, the final credits for the last episode shows the plane crashed and it's quiet. There's nothing there. Plane's mm. crashed, still burning, it's just empty wreckage. And everyone thought, oh, that's showing that none of this actually happened. Yeah. They all died. Yeah. And the creators are like, ah, oh, fuck, we fucked up. We just put it there for closure. Like, <laughs> we just put it there because it looked cool. It's like, it's not narratively important. Apparently, it was to make f- people feel a little bit easier when the show transitioned into the news. So you wouldn't have this, like, really like, oh. empty feeling. You would have... I thought I, the I, purgatory I, scene, like, when they were all sitting in the church, I thought it was, like, a really wholesome, sweet moment. If they had it just transitioned onto the next show, like, uh, yeah, I I, I I feel like that was a really the, nice the scene to made, end the show on. It was a really sweet scene, like because they all got reunited. I agree, it, but it also does kind of take away the emotional impact from some of those deaths. Oh, definitely. Because so, like, you're like, oh, they're all back together all now. I guess it was anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know you're um, right. Like, I one of the things I hate shows doing. Um, do you watch Game of Thrones at all? No, I'm sorry. Are you going to? No. Never. Okay, cool. Spoiler <laughs> alert for Game of Thrones, cool. and this is a twist that everyone knows. There's a part where one of the characters, the main character, Jon Snow, gets killed. Mm-hmm. And it's a really impactful scene. Mm-hmm. A couple sets later, with magic, he's brought back to life. And then you, the question becomes, okay, so why couldn't anybody else of importance been brought back to life? Oh, yeah. And going forward, why can't... When you take death out of the equation in the show, then nothing has consequences. It's so anymore. true. It really yeah, you can't just do that in a show. It's you can't just bring someone back. Even if it's like in a dream or something, you just, I just I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I think the show that does it well is like Stranger Things. Yes. Every season there is a beloved character in that show who gets got. That's true. and when they're got, they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like gut and you, like it's meant to hurt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hundred percent. And it, like because it I mean, makes I think the thing is like with deaths in shows, like it generally makes the bond between the other characters stronger and stuff like that. Like it's just this. It's an important moment. You can't just take it back. Yeah, it just it feels cheap. And I mean It does. Not just going into like what were the characters doing. There were so many other twists and, and little hints and stuff in Lost. That like the polar bear, the smoke monster, all this type of stuff isn't explained properly. Remember that season that I think season five ends with the island just popping out of existence? There's that big pile of fish at one point. Hundred percent know exactly show? what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it gets ridiculous. Like and that's, you know what, that's why I wanted to come here today and talk about this show is because so many people just think of those moments. Like, okay, the thing that if you watched it back when it first came out, I, I know, and actually a lot of people, even if you try and rewatch it now, probably everyone makes it to the polar bear bit and they're out. They're like, okay, well, that just got weird and different. And then the smoke monster and all that, like people just think, oh, it's a bit ridiculous. So they switch out but they don't see how good it actually is you have to get through a little bit of ridiculous ridiculousness it does have some weird bits and they don't fully get explained but it's actually worth it it gets it just it's such a good show or like overall and you have to push through the weird there's like bits. a really clean line you can draw between the mysteries i like the whole thing of like michael uh sorry michael, michael um between jack and Locke 
like, you know, he's like a man of science and Locke's a man of faith. Yes. All the mysteries you can either put into the faith box or the science box. Yeah. The science box is great because all that Darwin initiative stuff, oh, I was mad for it. I'm on the, I'm on the forums it. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I what was does the swan mean? Oh like, my gosh. What? I loved it. But then you get to like the, the more spiritual esoteric stuff and it's like, oh, no, there, you know, this represents this because in the Bible, I'm like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, correct. I mean, there were, and like, because I'm, I generally am not into sci fi. So when it started going into like time travel and stuff, like, it's a lot. But I honestly think yeah. that overall, the show is worth it. It's, it's a good one. I really think that you just got to stick act, with it. Was it a bit of a window into other shows? Like, did you get into any other sci fi or anything like this afterwards? No, I don't like sci fi at all still. Um, like as far as sci-fi as I go is Stranger Things. Like that's really the only one. I there's even another really good show that I started watching. I haven't finished it because I started watching Dark. Have you seen that? Heard good things. All right. So I had heard really good things too. Um, and so I started watching it and loved the first season. And then the last episode of the first season essentially is like, oh, this has been time travel the whole time. And it kind of yeah, straight away was like, oh, I don't know about it. And I think I watched one episode of the next season or maybe two. And it's one of those shows much like Lost where it does the flash forward, the flashback. And I just it can't, I can't keep up when shows do that, especially in Lost because then they have this, the flash sideways. Um, but, yeah, no, like it's still – I just don't really like sci-fi full stop. I love sci-fi, but time travel pisses me off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like – because – when you introduce time travel and you do it earnestly, you open the show opens up to so many plot holes. You can just start picking things apart. You can. And it's like, well, this contradicts this and this can't happen. And often it just gets really frustrating because it's such a so particular rabbit hole to go down. It's so frustrating. Or you get things. Have you seen a movie called Looper? I think it's called Looper. I think it's just called. No, movie. yeah, you're right. It is called Looper, but I haven't seen it. I know the movie you're talking about, though. Oh, wait. Is, yeah, yeah, Looper. I had to yeah. think about that, too. Yeah, the it one is with Looper. Bruce Willis in it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a part where they're in like a diner and they're talking about the the ramifications of time travel. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where one of the characters basically looks down the barrel of the camera and talks to the audience and says, if you think about this too much, you're a loser. And I'm in the cinema thinking about it too much like a loser. <laughs> and I'm like, you're mad at me because your movie doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, and that's wild. show and movie that does that, I'm like, so this annoying. doesn't work. I- when, when a movie like... Back to the Future does it and doesn't take it too seriously. Yes, Go for it. you're so Fuck right. You, like a cheesy type of time travel, then fine. Yeah, um, it works. I think my problem is with uh, with time travel in like TV shows or movies, whatever. Is like you're always, you know, especially in Lost, where you're following so many different characters, right? You really get like a one-on-one of each character, and, like their whole life story and all that before the flight and blah blah blah. So imagine there's like thirty characters. And I feel like each, like one might just have one episode each where it's really all about them. So you're like, oh, I'm starting to get attached to this character. And then the time keeps changing. And you're like, I just got attached to this moment of them now. Like I found a lot when they were on the island, like from episode one, you had the people that you didn't like. And then throughout episode, uh, throughout season one, you're like, oh, you know, they're starting to grow on me and I'm starting to like them. And then just as you're like getting into it, it flashes back to the past. And you're like, oh, now he just like took me out of it, you know? Exactly. And it's like, he's your he's your favorite character, but he's the multiverse version of them that you'll hate. And then you'll be contra- like, you don't know if you like yeah. them or not. And you also don't know what can it, it was too messy, the show. And I think it comes down to yeah. 
this show was meant to be three seasons long. But ABC came out. This is back when shows were scared, like, sorry, networks were scared to cancel shows that people liked. Oh, yeah. Now they just do it for fun. <laughs> but they said, no, it's not going to be three, it's going to be ten. Wow. They they ordered ten seasons of this. Jeez. And at that point, you can't, a mixture of that and having the fan theory kind of uh, culture yes. go mainstream. So everyone's making these massive guesses and coming up with really cool ideas. Game of Thrones ends really badly because... The, create, the creators of season six, whatever it was, wanted to go against what everyone was guessing. Mm, which means like they've kind of, done yeah. all the setup, all this pretext, and they're like, no, just to kind of subvert expectations, we're going to go with the answer that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's not the logical one. Yeah. I think they try to do that here a little bit. It's like, let's just get, put in a bunch of mysteries so that nobody guesses it and we're going to be geniuses at the end. And it's like, and. As two people who, like, you love the show, I like the show, <laughs> and neither of us can give a definitive, like, ending to the show. 100%. Like, it's just one of those shows it you're just in sense. for the ride. Like, I think you have to make peace when you watch the show that a lot of things are not going to make sense. And a lot of things you're never going to get fully explained. Like, you're going to think back to the polar bear and be like, I still don't really know why the polar bear was there. But okay, like... It becomes insignificant, to be honest, though. Like, all the weird things that don't get um, explained, it's worth it that they just, you just kind of forget about them. Like, of course, it's going to bother you in the moment. A few episodes later, you're going to be like, yeah, it was kind of weird how they just never explained that thing. But I think that overall, it has a really nice story and all the characters are just so, like, you just love every single one. Not everyone. We said that, but most of them, actually. Most of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think, Talk, like discussing it now and researching it the last few days, it's made me really appreciate the show a lot more. And I, I, I'm so glad. It's kind of like with Game of Thrones, where people are just like, "Oh, Game of Thrones is the worst show ever." No, it's not. It was one of the best shows That's ever made. Right. The last That's few the thing. seasons like, people were loved rough. it for a reason. Of course, Look, every yeah, single TV overall. series, yeah, they're going to have off moments. But like, even when you look up Lost, it says that it's been regularly ranked by critics as one of the greatest TV series of all time. Like. It yeah. was good. Now, Lauren, we'll talk about a few theories here. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about um, this. There's a podcast that you and I very much enjoy. Last podcast on the Absolutely. left. Absolutely. Crime, mysteries, <laughs> theories, all sorts of things, okay? I'm going to channel a little bit of Hollywood Henry Sabrowski on the next in the, in the next I wouldn't be your here. friend if you did Because I, I have three theories. Okay. Um, I source these all from The Atlantic. I'm going to read these theories out. Okay. I've just finished my uh, Tropical Edition Red Bull to get me through them. <laughs> they are dense, and I'm going to read them quickly. Oh, amazing. Great. I like all conspiracy theory. Okay. Oh, don't worry. I've read these slowly and can't keep up with it. <laughs> cool. These theories are more confusing than the show itself. lost, yeah, it's going to be a mess. All right. First up, we've got the time loop theory. There's a bit of explanation and a bit, of, bit, bit behind it. Time loop theory. There was an entire website devoted to the idea that all the strange occurrences happening on the island were the result of its inhabitants traveling back in time over and over again. This would help explain why some people never seemed to age and why the crash-landed survivors had visions of their past or returned to prior states of health, like Locke recovering from its paralysis. The island existed in a, in a kind of time bubble as its inhabitants used its magnetic powers to move backwards again and again. The mythical Jacob was someone who had died in a past timeline but left an echo behind on the island, the smoke monster, which was a physical means by which the timeline corrected itself, quote-unquote, to avoid any terminal paradoxes. Wow. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I actually really like that theory. 
except for when it starts to drop out, um, like Jacob in the smoke. Um, but I, you know what? I forgot who Jacob was until I read that as well. Oh, I could never. <laughs> I was obsessed. Like I was upset. I was so excited. Like I remember just always when they were talking about Jacob, like every episode I was like, is this going to be it? Like, it didn't matter what else was going on. It could be the most intense storyline. I'd still start the episode being like, is this the one where we find out who Jacob is? I've got a, cheap, a Jacob pop vinyl and I hate pop vinyls now. Like I, I really want to get rid of my collection, but I cannot get rid of my lost pop vinyls. They're so you can't go to Jacob. No, I'm so glad. He was the first one uh, I got out of all the lost like characters as well. Um, But I, I really like that theory. Which other ones do you have? Um, I think I've got uh Hurley and I've got another one. Weirdly enough, I think I might have John Locke, but it would be just because someone uh, gifted it, probably. They're just like, Lauren, I was like if lost. you don't have John Locke, I will buy you a John Locke. Oh, yeah, no, but I love the Lost Sunkers. Uh, um, now that you're seeing these theories, I actually really want to rewatch. I'm going to have to, you said there's three theories, so now I'm going to have to rewatch it three times. I want to rewatch it with those in mind. Because that one, I genuinely well, think. Well, I mean, the, the thing about them not aging, though. They're not on the island that long. Yeah, exactly. They're for like I think three it's a hundred days. Yeah, yeah. It's about a hundred yeah. days. So yeah, it's only three months. Like, like how 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 much do you think they're gonna it's age? It's not the fucking beach from old. They're oh gonna age God. exactly. Because like, do you remember the bit where um I think it's probably about season four or five when um the girl I think her name's Elizabeth. No, her name's Charlotte. Um, she starts getting the blood noses and stuff whenever like the island keeps doing that. Exact yes. Thing. Yeah, so that's why I kind of feel like that theory is fun because, like, if you're saying they're switching back and switching forth, like she starts, like all the people start getting the blood nose because it means that they've been they've been doing the time thing too much. So, like, honestly, that theory kind of I like that. All right, next theory is the island used to be populated by mythical quote unquote sea people. Ancient legend <laughs> refers to a lost civilization called the Sea People who invaded much of the Mediterranean at the end of the Bronze Age, around 1000 BC, and whose origins are hard to trace. Many archaeological theories are around as to where they came from and where they ended up. Some viewers believe that the giant four-toed Egyptian statue, fuck, remember that from season five? Was made by the Sea People as the island can move sporadically and would explain the disappearance of the Sea People as they were the only Mediterranean people who had mastered seafaring and they could have got to the island and then transported them to another place JJ uh, uh, Abrams in an interview confirmed that that statue is Egyptian and the other two directors looked at him like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> um, all I have to say is I admire the creativity uh, yeah I mean these people are on crack yeah, um, yeah that one I'm, I'm, they've lost me but I appreciate them putting the effort in to making a post about it. I re- vaguely remember I was in Queensland and my brother, we were saying at my brother-in-law's sister's place. And I remember walking, they had like, you know, like, uh, you know, the houses in Queensland, they're a bit weird. Like everyone lives <laughs> upstairs and like I was totally living downstairs. Yeah. And I went upstairs and they're watching Lost. And I, I walked in and it was the episode with the giant pile of fish and that statue. And I'm like, I've missed a few episodes here. Uh, yeah. How did this happen? That's, how did we get here? I remember that. Cause like, so basically my family only started watching it until about the polar bear thing happened. Um, and then we stopped watching it. So I was really shattered because, you know, but back in the day you just had one TV. If majority ruled, you're not watching that show anymore. But then I remember like, say one of the family members was out like occasionally. So every few months you'd like see an episode again. 
and you were like, wow, what is happening? Like there is, you cannot in Lost, you cannot miss an episode because you will be no. so lost, okay? Hey, that's what they named you. That's what they named it. That's right. I've left the most cooked theory to last. Okay. This is why I'm glad I got caffeine in me because I'm going to read this all in one big chunk. So strap Oof. in. I am strapped, baby. Lauren, the island was created when the Earth collided with the moon. Get the net. All right. Okay. Yeah. Billions of years ago, scientists posit that Earth collided with a planetary body called Thea and the resulting impact created the moon. This theory said the magical magnetic iron core from the lost planet was lodged on Earth, which um, around which the mag- magical island grew. When the Earth collided with Thea to form the moon, Thea hit Earth at the island location in the South Pacific. As a result of this smaller iron core from Thea was lodged miles under the Pacific, leaching magnetism from the magma dynamo that causes Earth's magnetic field. Of course, this iron core has enough magnetism to repel the ocean up uh, several miles creating a bubble. The island, therefore, is not an, an island, but merely a dry patch of the Pacific seabed. When Jughead, the bomb, was detonated, it destroyed the magnetism of the miniature iron core. Therefore, the bubble protecting the island no longer existed. With nothing to hold the ocean up, the so-called island was flooded, as evidenced by LAX Part 1, the episode we all know and love. The DARPA initiative was trying to see if the Earth's magnetic field could be harnessed into usable energy, providing enough energy for fossil fuels to become obsolete, and thus changing the climate change element of the Valenti equation. When Desmond let the magnetism get out of control, the bubble got so large that it created a hole in the ocean surface, allowing objects from the outside world, such as Flight 815, this also gives us a reason as to why submarines are the only feasible way in because it's all underwater. The layer of water in the sky between them and the sun explains the unusual light scattering that Faraday mentioned more than once. I don't like that theory. I don't like it that at all. It was hard to read and hard to understand. Yeah, I was going to say, it was hard to I think, along. Okay. It lost me from like just second or third sentence I was out. My reduction of that is Earth crashed into a moon called Thayer. Uh-huh. The I iron core Thayer yeah. lodged in Earth and then sucked more magnetic energy out of the Earth, which pushed the ocean You've already up, lost me again. Which means that the island isn't an island. It's actually the bottom of the sea, but it has an ocean bubble around it. But when they, when they did the new... I'm done. It, I'm done. Fuck. Yeah. I hate it so <laughs> I much. I literally it's can't keep up. Like, cost- I'm trying... Every word you're saying, I'm trying to visualize it, and it's just... I'm shocked I, I read that so quickly. It I'm really shocked hurt you did, too. My brain. You did a really good job. I'm very proud of you. You were born for this. Three years of hosting podcast. <laughs> born for it. All right. Be- before I start to teeter into hating the show again, okay, I'm in a very, very like fragile precipice right now where I'm going to watch the show, the show again. Rewatch Lauren, it. Everything will be better. Please describe your relationship with Lost in three words nostalgia and horniness. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that really sums it up. <laughs> I was trying to think of something other than yeah. nostalgia, and honestly, all that came up in my mind was Sawyer. It was just Sawyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, nostalgia fair and Sawyer, you know? Um, no, 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 no. You've, you've, you've picked your words and you picked them <laughs> carefully. Okay. I like yeah. how I've, I gave you that hint and was like, hey, the last few episodes, I sort of sprung that three, three words from people, and they're just like, the fuck just happened? I saw, I'm like, okay, I'll give guests a bit of a lead in there. I had a few different options, but um, when I think when I think down to it, I think of being a kid. Like this show reminds me of my childhood so much. So yeah, and all I think is, you know what? Um, do you remember like what is that thing called? Was it called TV Weekly, the magazine? 
Yes. And yes. in the middle, they'd always have the posters of people. And like, I remember being a kid and they would always have posters of Jack and Kate. And every week I was like, please let this be the week that there's a Sawyer poster. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's a lot about you tonight. I've yeah. learned a lot about you. Um, yeah. Still holds up no, as well. So nostalgia and horniness. That's, yeah. that's fair enough. That's yeah. fair enough. Now, Sums me up. <laughs> Lauren, where, do you have anything to plug? Where can people find you? All that type of stuff. Um, I suppose you could search Wendy Goat. <laughs> I, I sort of do Twitch sometimes and a bit of YouTube. Um, yeah, I suppose I'm not really doing anything that actively at the moment, but I will be in the future for sure. So maybe just keep your eyes out and subscribe um, to Love Letters as well because I'll be back. Um, and yeah, you know, you'll find me around. You know, just look up old, old mate Wendigo. <laughs> She'll be wherever she, you need her. If you need to find her, just put in a post of Sawyer under a box and a stick. Yeah. And you can trap her like a like a bird. Yeah, with a little bit of food, if you don't mind, for me. And maybe some V, some sugar-free V, and um, you've got me. Sugar-free V? Yeah. Now, like you said, if when you know when you put up some few videos and stuff and content in the future, um, I'll, of course, be retweeting it and reposting it and making sure that people know about it. To keep an eye on that, follow Love Letters on Threads and Instagram and Blue Sky, question mark, at Love Letters Show. We're also on Twitter, which is pretty, pretty fucking bad. Lately. It's even worse Oof. lately. Um, yeah. At Love underscore Letters Pod because some coward stole my username. That's disgusting. Uh, and, of course, That's we're on so Spotify weird. and iTunes and all good podcasting platforms. Jump on there. Give us a listen. We've got 10 other episodes. Give us a five-star review. Yeah, give, give us, us a, Even if you don't like it, give us a five-star review so yeah. then more people can listen and not like us. Yes. We've got episodes about Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 2, Barbie, whatever. Yeah. Lauren, thank you very much for joining in. Thank you the so first, much for This will be the first of many episodes you're on, I believe. It absolutely will. So I hope that people um, get used to the sound of my voice. Buckle up and get ready to have me back um, because I love to talk about things that I love. And I love my best friend and this show. So you'll see me back here. Aww. We'll do a we'll do a Sawyer episode just about that man's career. I don't I know what the talk- actor's name is. He's in Mission it's Impossible. Josh Holloway. How could you know? Oh, my goodness. Josh Holloway. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Um, yeah. No, I could talk about every single scene he's in. So yeah, sure. I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> and listeners, make sure you're tuned in for that one in future. Maybe Valentine's Day we'll do an episode. Oh my god! All of our favorite TV show and movie or game crushes. Sarah Chalk from Scrubs. Sarah Chalk from Scrubs as Elliot. No, you've lost me, sorry. Oh. That's just any episode. You should have ended it before you said that, because ugh. I should have, but you know, <laughs> gotta give the people what they want, and they want awkwardness. So thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.